Hello, well, this is Blonde Haired Girl. I've been wanting to do this podcast for a little bit since I came back from my last event retreat tune-up. I had something happen that actually I feel at this point like it really changed me. It just, it did something to me that I just, so I'm just going to tell you what it was. Um, And it wasn't the first time that this has happened. And, And this had been happening in my life before, before, I had this life change happen to me. So I'm not always what I perceive to be well-received in social settings. I'm, I'm a bit of an introvert. Like people don't believe me. And even family members have said, you're not an introvert. But I am. I know I am. Uh, I find large crowds of people really draining. Sometimes even small amounts of people with a certain level of energy really draining. (laughs) I like, I I actually much prefer one to being just one-on-one with someone and just being able to have more, I guess, not intimate in a sense of, you know, what people think of intimate, but more thoughtful conversations than small talk. And anyway, (laughs) so I'm going to just try to stay on what transpired at this last event. I had, I had somebody in my life that had been in my life for about seven months, actually a year and seven months, and she let me know that <laughs> uh, in a in a text message recently. She let me know that it had been um, a year and seventeen months that I had been in her life, and I had met her at another retreat, and we had stayed in touch. She and these other two people, but we had been doing this side talking because she and I had gone to two different events and the other people had not been at those events. Well, my, my, my closest friend had met other people at other events, which was really not that big a deal to me because I had met other people at other events. Uh, The event that we had gone to the last time, I had somebody very close to me there. Uh, She is somebody that that I've pretty much kept in contact with, although a lot of times I feel like, I feel like I'm the one who's, I really do feel like a lot of time I am the one who is having to 
hold the string of communication together. I, I feel like I'm the one that's initiating conversation or I'm the one who's sending um, little notes and such. Like I feel like with a lot of people in my life, if, if I didn't continue to do that, that they, they would just let go. They would just let go of that connection. <clears throat> but this other friend and I are, are, are actually have been, I just feel really close to her. And she's a, she's a very dear friend of mine. Um, who had, I had met her before I'd actually met this other friend. <clears throat> okay, and it's very important for me to add <laughs> that I was also part of a different group that does, they meet up on Zooms like every other week. And they, they were meeting up at a time that was really inconvenient for me because most of them live in a different time zone when when they were having their Zooms, it was just like nearly always, it was not a good time for me to meet. And, and so, and so um, what ended up happening was that, that a, a number of people from that Zoom were at this event. So there were there were several different groups that that I'm referring to. And maybe I should say just talk about my friend and then there was the Zoom group. <laughs> so I was very excited about this this event because last year when I went to a similar event at this similar location, I had had a profound experience happen at that. <laughs> and so I was really excited to go back to this place that I had had this wonderful event happen, this thing happen in my life. And also to see my friend, you know, I mean, I was just, especially my closest friend at this event. So, so one of the things that I did, because I, 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 I didn't stay at the hotel. I normally book the hotel that the event has the discounted rate at, but it seemed like, and I could be actually incorrect, but it seemed like the hotel had raised the prices of this particular hotel considerably. Maybe they didn't, but it seemed to me that they had. So I opted as soon as I, I may have actually gotten the Airbnb before I just seeing the price of the hotel, the discounted rate of the hotel was nearly just rounding off to $300 a night. And I, I don't know what got into me, but I just, I just didn't want to pay that. So I ended up getting an Airbnb for half the price. I mean, it was actually more than half the price, but I had to book it for a week. 
I'm giving too many details, but what I'm trying to say is that I was off campus, basically. And the Airbnb was slightly disappointing to me. I And I was trying my best to not complain and everything, but it it had the distinct smell of cat in it, <laughs> which is one of the things that I found really disappointing. Not that I don't like cats, but it was it was this, this distinct cat smell, and and then I was also having trouble with the door, and it it just it just was not exactly a place that I think I would stay again, if given a choice. Um, but anyway, so I'm staying in the hotel in the in the Airbnb and not in the hotel and. And it was really an obstacle because it was nearly three miles away, um, which I'm in, I'm a, I'm an avid walker, so I walk all the time. So I wasn't really that worried about the three, the three miles, but it became a problem because you leave, I leave for these things very early in the morning, and I come back really late, and you know, I don't really have time to go back to the to the Airbnb. So I have to make sure that I have everything that I need. Um and sometimes I don't even know what I'm going to need. So so when I get there it just seemed like and I'm not even saying this is necessarily true, but it seemed like actually it's not true because what ended up happening was my world's kind of collided. Because at the airport, it just turned out that all of us, or many of us, some people on the Zoom group and my closest friend and I all arrived at the airport at the same time, and we were going to be taking a van to the hotel and the Airbnb. So that van ride went really well. I mean, I was so excited to see my friend and we sat in the back of the bus and we just chit-chatted the whole way. And I mean, it was, it was, it was totally fine. Um, and, and, and the week started out pretty well. The, the, it started out actually pretty well. And then as the days went on, and here's the other thing. My closest friend has a friend who is really good at getting seats. So this has been a great thing for me so that I don't have to think about seats. I don't want to think about seats because I it really stresses me out. Like every single morning... When I'm standing in this line and people are really quite vested in their seats and in saving seats for other people, and I, I just, I just didn't want, I just don't like that feeling of worrying if I'm going to get a seat. And I know, I know, like people, oh, well, you know, this is, this is your own this is your own deal. This has nothing to do with anyone else. And I, and that could be true. And I don't even care, but I was, I'm happy. 
to not think about it. So every single time I didn't have to think about it, they saved me a seat. And they being somebody that had a an incredibly tragic thing happen. And I feel like I'm far enough removed from the whole situation and I don't even know these people's last name. I'm not even going to use their first name, but... So my friend's friend's son had had passed away tragically um with he was with his girlfriend and he had found some substance and for some reason he had ingested it and I don't know all of the details but he ended up dying and his girlfriend who did not ingest the substance but I guess was kissing him. I don't know all the details, but she ended up being in really bad shape and was hospitalized and had neurological damage from this substance, basically poisoning. And and so the his son's girlfriend was at this event. I don't know a lot of details. So I don't know if she knew he was going to be there, if he knew she was going to be there. But every single day we sat very close to her and she seemed like a really sweet person. And there was all of this absolute commotion going on around or attention that was being drawn to this person, this young girl who had had this neurological damage and and what I started to notice was there was this general focus on her being healed, which I which I which I think was an amazing thing. I'm not trying to take away from that, but I I felt so uncomfortable with how it just seemed like our group, not necessarily the, the dad, minus the dad, but these other two people that were with me, my friend and and their friend were consistently, I don't know, just just hovering around in this way of like that I felt was really intrusive and and really fix it mode and and so they were just so focused on her and and I noticed immediately upon being with this person that she did not really want this attention. It was the first thing I noticed about her. Her her body language, everything about her, I had this sense like, don't talk to me. Don't, 
I don't know. Don't she did not. I felt as though, and I could have been wrong, that she really this uh, this hyper attention on her was not something that she wanted to have happening, and it was happening consistently and constantly, and they were really focused on her and. And I was having having my own reaction in that I could barely look at our friend who had lost his son and I could barely look at her without crying. I Every time I heard about the situation because he lost his son, she lost her boyfriend, and I, I was... I just could hardly, I, I just, and and I didn't know what to do with that because I knew that me sitting there crying wasn't helping anyone. Like, what is it helping me taking on other people's pain and just, I mean, I just, I just had this, this absolute feeling of understanding that lost because of losses in my own life. And so, and I was not hyper-focused on (laughs) anything except for my own, staying in my own lane and my practice. So I'm hyper-focused on my practice and and i feel like my my friends in some ways are very hyper focused on her and and uh anyway so we're meeting up for lunches we're really careful we're leaving and we're going meeting up for lunches and and what i'm starting to notice during the lunches is that is that and, and and this like generally doesn't really matter to me but like i i was not really contributing to the conversations whatsoever like i it wasn't even necessarily whether i did or i didn't have anything to contribute but what i started to notice was that when i did contribute something it was falling, as I put it, like a lead balloon. Um, there was one point where they, they they were showing pictures and I said, yeah, I have a picture like that. And I went in my phone and they're like, oh, well, we'll have to look at that later because we have to go now. And it was like this the whole time where people in my particular group appeared to be disinterested in in me as part of the group just as a generality and and then people in the the and so where 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 the group um the Zoom group comes in is that I've always gotten kind of a weird vibe from especially one of the members of that group. Just I've just gotten like the weirdest vibe 
from this one. And, and you know, and it's like, it's not a judgment. I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just like, and, and every time I would get off of those Zooms, I would feel icky. I would just have this icky feeling of like oversharing or not being accepted. I don't, I, I couldn't put my finger on it, but it, it was, it was really pronounced at this event. Like when I actually was around these people in, and not all of them, some of them were really hospitable and were really sweet, but there was this one person in particular that it seems to me, and I feel like my perception, I'm going to say is correct, that I'm just not her cup of tea. And it's not really that big a deal. It's just that it was compounded with the fact that I was so many people's not cup of tea. So many people at this event were in line with this. And I guess that perhaps that I was creating it. So the first time that some there was an inkling of this, it just persisted through the whole retreat and it got worse. It just like the last day of the retreat, it just, it was just like terrible. It was, I just, I, and I had taken a picture, I'd taken a selfie of myself with a sunset and, and, and I'm barely recognizable. And I'm in so much pain um, of just feeling this lack of emotional safety. There was a lack of emotional safety for me. This group of people were not able to, I just, I don't even know. It was very strange. So there was also this other person. Um, So the first night, and I don't know how we got, it was like, it was, it was very strange. It was like, I, I was just along for the ride for their ride, they had met other people at different things and were, they were wanting to hang out with those people. So I was along with hanging out with these other people. And there was this particular woman that I, it just, I, I could not figure it out. She seemed lovely she seemed like just perfectly fine, but also very much in in something that that so the only way that I can describe this is that if everything is waves i wasn't I wasn't really vibing with this person, and she was extremely gregorious. And like, and I'll give you like one example. She ended up paying for all of our drinks and they were not cheap drinks. Like I think mine was at least $12, could have been 15. She paid for my $15 drink and she did not know me at all. 
And I couldn't figure out, and it wasn't that I was like necessarily hugely questioning her generosity because I, I love that feeling of being generous. It's just, I, I just couldn't figure out exactly what was going on with it. Um, but what ended up happening on the last night was, or, or, okay, and in the interim, we would run into her and then she would give hugs and then she would be, she would, she just wouldn't hug me. She wouldn't hug me. She would hug absolutely everyone else in the group, but not me. She didn't, she didn't want to hug me. I don't know. I don't know what it was about me. I don't know what she was thinking, but she did not want to hug me. And, and so I said, well, and so I just decided, I said, well, I would like a hug. And then she hugged me. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying here. I'm trying to reach across, you know, whatever is the barrier here. I'm trying. So, so the last night, I, I was sitting next to her. She, she had come and she had sat next to me. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. It was like more people were coming and more people were coming and people were sitting at different tables. And I really wanted to sit in this spot where I could see the sunset. And I was, I was being kind of silly about it. And I felt kind of selfish about it. I just really wanted to watch the sunset. I wanted to be on this certain side of the table. And so I was sitting there and my meal came and I... I was just very quietly eating my salad and and then this Gregorius woman came and sat right next to me and and we started to talk about things and then I and then I had turned to her and I said, Well, you know, well what were what were some of the highlights for you? And she said, I'm gonna go get some more I guess wine. I don't know. She wanted to go get some more of something and then she said, and then I'll be back. And she never came back. She never came back. She never like came over and and like like completed that conversation. And that happened in other settings too, like a different time that day. I had I had walked up and and my closest friend had said to me, you know, um I how did the blah, 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 like something go? And I, I went to tell her, she goes, no, just hold on because I have to, I want to go get some gelato and I'll be back. And then as she's walking away, she's saying, it's not that what you have to say isn't important. It's just, I really want some gelato. It's like, hold that thought, <laughs> you know? And then, and then when she does come back and I, and I share my thoughts about it, she, she goes into fix it mode with me. You know, people can't just listen. They just go into fix-it mode. Oh, well, that's the way it is in the real world and blah, 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 blah. You know, you're just supposed to... The, going into a case of the, the spiritual supposed does. I can't be real. I can't be... I can't have a moment where it wasn't perfect. And it was a bomb. I can't have that. That's just not the way it is. So the the last thing that happened was 
so we had all, so the Zoom group and my, my closest friend and I got on the van to go back to the airport and we're on the van and I'm, I'm in the back and she is in a, a, a seat next to the Zoom person that doesn't find me her cup of tea, I can tell. And the two of them are talking and I can overhear her saying to my friend about how she was so attracted to her. Like not, not you know, not relationship wise, but like she was, she was just kind of swooning over her. And, and I, you know, I was just sitting there and I, I just, I just was like, you know, and these are people that I had kind of known. I had known the Zoom people longer than the, the, my friend, (laughs) but not necessarily her, but some people on the Zoom. I I mean, anyway, so when we get off the, the van and they are just really making over the van driver. They're taking pictures with him and just, you know, and I, I could tell that this man really enjoyed their, their, and that he, they're trying to talk him into going to an event in the future. And, and there's just all this kind of drama going on. They're taking pictures and with the van driver. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, but anyway, so everybody got their luggage and they just started to walk in and I wasn't going in their direction. My airline was left and their airline was right and they started walking and did not look back. They didn't look back to even see if I was there. And I just decided to walk to my airline and I and I went through security and I went and I sat on the airplane and I had some time to think. And I was like, I don't know what was going on, but I don't think so. I don't think I, I don't think I ever want to do this again. Not that I don't want to go to events ever again, but I just don't want to do this again. And go back to when I was first going to events and I just went by myself and kept to myself and found my own seat even though I was uncomfortable and forced myself to sit with people I didn't know every day. It was easier for me than having to navigate all of these personalities and all of these energies socially. And so I've been asking myself, and I do not have any answers for why there are times where people are just put off by me without me even necessarily opening my mouth. (laughs) 
without me even saying anything. I, people are sometimes, you know, and I, I make, I make the, the assertion, I remind them of someone or I'm just, they're just not jiving with me, which is fine generally, but it's, like some of these things are set up to be social and maybe I don't have to go to these social things and try to fit in and try to have whatever it is that and so I ended up just deciding, you know, so my, my closest friend who honestly of all of them, nobody really mattered to me as much as she did, but she, she just appeared to be really exacerbated by me at this event. I, I just, she could not hold her own energy for the amount of people that she would have had to hold her energy for because she had these other people that she, I guess, had responsibility to hold emotional safety for. It wasn't just me. She she had one of her dear friends who lost his son and then this other person who had been affected by it and then and then their friend, and she just didn't have it in her to, to be able to hold a space for me. And normally, I, I, it doesn't really matter, but it, I don't know how to say this, but I, just in this very strange way, I just told her, I, I said, you know, I, I, I'm just going to go it alone. I'm going it alone. Like I, I just have it in my head. I have it within myself that I will never again allow myself to surround myself or be in a situation, stay in a situation, not necessarily in one, because sometimes we find ourselves and then we have to make a choice. And I made the choice right here, right now, that I am going in a different direction. I wish you well. I, I wish you the greatest advancement of whatever that she wants in her life, but this is the end for us. And, and I have to say, this is the end for anyone. Um, and, I, and I have to say, you know, over the last, since I've had about 10 days to process what had happened, sort of, because I, I haven't really necessarily, but I've had enough time to process that I'm, okay, is my love conditional? Is my... Is am I being petty? Am I am I being small minded? Am I not being forgiving enough? Am I this? Am I that? And I, 
And all of those things don't even matter to me as much as my own code. My own code of the way that I want people to be in my life toward me. I want to surround myself with people who value me. Who value my success. Who value, who just value what I have to bring. Who value my picture that I want to show them. Who value their time with me enough to hold enough emotional safety that I wouldn't feel like a middle school girl who was the odd girl out. And so it didn't even matter to me anything else. The only thing that mattered to me was my own self-love and my own self-respect. That I do not have the time or the energy to to entertain whatever this was ever again. (laughs) I can't, I'm not a game player. I'm not, not that I necessarily feel like all the people that I'm referring to are playing games, but, and I don't know what I'm doing and neither do I, nor do I have any kind of inkling whatsoever at this point in my life to bend myself into a pretzel or bend myself into some kind of version that they, that they would, I guess, like. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just being myself. I'm just walking up as myself. That's it. I'm not doing anything else. I'm not unkind. I was not unkind to anyone at this. I I was kind. I was nice. I was caring. I was open. I was holding emotional safety. I was excited. I was in the zone. I was connected. I was in awe. I was sitting there in joy, in love, in, in the most amazing space. I don't want to jeopardize that. While I'm sitting at lunch and, 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 and my, the things that happen for me clear a table, it's boring. It's not interesting compared to everybody else's, I guess. I don't know, but I just don't have time for it. So I felt, I felt the need to, to share this because it's part of my process. It, it is part of my process in, in the advancement of myself. And I don't say the advancement as in the advancement of me in competition. The advancement of myself in in my own lane, in my own advancement of who and what and where I want to be. 
I, I haven't gotten into my takeaways from this this last event. It it was so it was so incredible that maybe I I am completely changed and, and, and there's no going back for me. I'm not likely to, to look backwards. I'm moving forward. And and I had some casualties on this. It was it was a it was a it was a real eye opener for me that I I am not inclined to rubbing elbows with you know people who may have influence um or otherwise I don't know I just I just want to surround myself with really authentic people who who would have the capacity to actually hold an emotional space for me which is something that I I hold for other people. I can hold that. I know myself. And I and I would like that to be reciprocated. And if it's not, it's like I I don't have the time or energy. I already said that without a doubt. And so I I don't know what all of this means. Um I mean, my circle just got a lot smaller. Um and I'm, I've actually been, been really honing in on finishing some of my projects like in the next few days and I like especially over the weekend like really hunkering down and finishing um, a project, a certain project and, and another project for my career. Um, which is as blonde haired girl, I, I, and I, I love my job and I work around people that value me, that listen to me, that value what I have to say. And maybe it's that contrast that I'm just realizing right at this moment, the contrast of the people, the people that I work with right now for only three months, I made, I met my three month mark. Now I can take paid time off and I'm laughing because I they told me at some point they said they said that there are no returns that I am not allowed to return they are keeping me and then I made the joke with my supervisor I said so I guess you're not returning me and she said oh no you belong to us now and we were laughing and sending smiling emojis these are people who I can tell authentically value what I have to say, what I have to bring to the table. They value, you know, and, and, and I appreciate this staff that I work with so much. And I'm just realizing right at this moment that the contrast between the fact that they value what I have to say you know, if it's every once in a while, hold that thought that's not a big deal. If the majority of the time is hold that thought, it's for me, it's just move along. 
it is a clear sign that they don't want that thought. They're not interested in that thought. And 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 I'm and I'm choosing to value myself. <laughs> Which I would say in and of itself is is me growing as an individual. <laughs> I think I hope. <laughs> anyway, I really appreciate you listening. And I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.